0: Hello. (laughs) Hey, Jake. What's up, Josh?
1: (laughs) Nothing much. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. That's the uh, question for today. All right. See you later. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, My question today is about competition. Um, Obviously, it's been on my mind. I've got mine coming up here in about a, a little over a month. And I remember you mentioning you've done a couple of competitions. So... Just wanted to hear, how did your first one go? What was the experience like? How'd you handle nerves? And then what lessons did you learn from it? That that was like five questions, but tell me everything about your first comp.
0: Gotcha, yeah.
1: So I've actually, I've done two competitions.
0: Um, my first one, I was a blue belt. My second one, I was a purple belt. And I honestly don't remember too much uh, from my first one. It was, you know, a while ago. Um all I remember really is I felt like I was much better than the guy. And I had like a couple really strong attacks early. Um And then I just like completely gassed out. And uh <laughs> the dude ended up like passing my guard. And I just like sat inside control and he went for like, 12 baseball bat chokes and i just like let him get like pretty deep on the baseball bat chokes i was just like so tired and then i'd be like all right now i should probably like defend it and then i would get out of it and then he would go back again to another baseball choke and i would just let him do it for a little bit so i could recover and then he'd get out i'd get out of it and uh i don't remember like how it ended or anything but like that is pretty much what i remember it was like for the first like minute and a half i was just like throwing everything at him and uh it just didn't stick and then uh it was just like I don't know whatever the time was like four minutes of me just defending baseball bat jokes and uh then the uh next one um I was a purple belt and both of these are in the gi Um just to clarify and it was back when I absolutely sucked at Jiu Jitsu like pre actually no the second one I was watching like Dan her instructionals And uh, this is actually kind of funny. His uh, Danaher's Kimura instructional had just come out. And I think this could could be a a good takeaway, I guess, because I was really on a Kimura hype. Like I was just like trying to Kimura everyone in the gym. And uh, I kind of took that same experimental mentality to competition. (laughs) And uh, my first match, I uh, tried like a super... Janky, like, collar drag kind of thing. And, uh, terrible dude ended up on top of me and like trying to pass the side control. And I recovered from side control right into a triangle and, uh, choked the guy. And like, it was like a 15 second match or like 20 second match or something like that. So I was like, well, that was cool. But like, literally, those 20 seconds, I was already like tired. Um, so like, adrenaline dump is a real, real thing um and it's something that i didn't deal with very well um because my competitions were like a year and a half or like two years apart if that makes sense like the first time i competed was a blue belt second time i competed was like a year and a half two years later as a purple belt and uh yeah so both times i felt the full impact of that um adrenaline dump and then my second match was actually against a girl at our school's boyfriend. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, he came into town to visit her and then signed up for this competition. So, he was training with us the week before and I got to like roll with him in the gym. And again, I'm just trying to queue more at everyone like all week. Like it just didn't even like occur to me like hey, I'm competing against this guy, I probably shouldn't like <laughs> do what i'm working on you know um or at the same time like at least probably don't do Kimoras in the competition um because you're not very good at them and you should probably do something that you're like relatively decent at as opposed to like what you're working on but regardless i tried to kimura this guy all week and uh like i had some success with it in the gym um but uh for the most part like It wasn't all that amazing. Like, I wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket if I was going to do it again, if that makes sense. Um, But uh, at the same time, like, I didn't feel like he could do anything to me. Like, all week we rolled and I was like completely fine. Like, I wasn't even like worried that he was ever going to submit me. It was like, let me just try this Kimura. And if it doesn't work, I'll just get out of side control and I'll try it again. And literally, that was our whole match in the competition, was like our rolls during the during the week it was me trying a kimura and it didn't work he passed my guard i would recover guard i would say i'm gonna try it again (laughs) i would try another kimura and then he passed my guard and then i would recover recover um and we did that i think like four or five times i don't remember like the final score or anything but from what i recall i had like two or three advantages, meaning like they Kimura's came like somewhat close to working, but like not really. Um, and then he had like 12 points or something like that. So it was like 12 to zero. And like, I never felt in danger the whole time. I felt like I was like way better than him, but I just got smoked in competition, you know? Um, so yeah, I just really didn't like I, I, competition was never really my, my thing. Like, I mean, I just, from my competition schedule you can kind of tell it wasn't like a driving force like i competed twice and they were like two years apart so um yeah not something i put a lot of thought into and my uh my game plan reflected that so um yeah
1: i'm not sure if that's helpful to you at all but uh yeah i'll let you uh, i'll let you respond yeah uh wow so uh, what made you want to compete did someone did like your Coach talk you into it or how'd you get into it?
0: Yeah, it was just all pretty much my coach like pushing people to compete. And uh I was just like, sure, I'll compete kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um but yeah, didn't put much thought into it. Yeah. Um, and there was like a really negative stigma behind uh pulling guard. So like basically he like taught us one takedown. Um, and I tried that takedown and I was 0 for three and, uh, ended up on bottom anyway. So, uh, yeah, just lost some, uh, lost some style points, um, <laughs> trying like super lame takedowns. So I was just pulling guard and working from there. But, um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's the reason behind me competing.
1: Gotcha. And then after... So yeah, it sounds like you didn't take it like super seriously either. Did you like train for it specifically or kind of just show up to class for them?
0: Well, like leading up to the competition, the instructor tries to, because there's it wasn't just me competing. There was multiple people competing and the instructor tries to cater class towards the competition. So like, I, I personally think this is kind of silly, like looking back on it, like a huge majority of the time was spent practicing that one takedown. And like I said, I was 0 for 3 in it anyway. And we spent like 3 weeks leading up to this, like working on this takedown. So, um, I don't know if it was just because I suck or you know, it's just like not the best thing to put your eggs in that basket. But regardless, it was like, okay, in class, we're working this takedown. And in my personal, like jujitsu, I'm trying to do a Kimura. So that was kind of basically what the whole match was, is me trying a pretty lame takedown didn't work. And then me just trying a Kimura because that was, was, was like fresh in my mind.
1: Yeah, that's so <laughs> yeah. funny. Um, and then how about takeaways? Like, yeah, what what were the lessons for you from those experiences?
0: Well, like, I would say like in the in the moment, I didn't, I don't think I was, like, mature enough, I guess, to, uh, like, take anything away from it. Like, what I took away from it was, yeah, I'm actually, like, okay, because I never felt like I was in danger. Like, I felt like I was way better at jujitsu than this person. Um, and my goal wasn't necessarily to, like, get super good at competing or anything. My goal was just to get good at jiu which I felt like I was way better than mm-hmm. the person at that. So, um and at the time, looking back, I just sucked at Jiu Jitsu. So, um, yeah, like at the time I, I didn't really take much away from it. I think I was just too, uh, wrapped up in my own little, little world. But, um, now I guess like a, a good takeaway now that I'm kind of going down the more like strategic approach, um, would be that, you know, there's, there's, Overlap, but there's also a difference between being good at jujitsu and being good at winning. You know, like they kind of go hand in hand, but at the same time, like you can be good at winning and not that good at jujitsu. And a lot of really tough people have gotten by for a long time with that strategy and have won a lot of championships and, um, yeah, have have a lot of credentials based on being good at winning. And, uh, that's a, that's a real thing
1: for sure. Dang. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, adrenaline dump. What what does it feel like? (laughs) I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced that before. As you all know, by now, I'm a huge fan of journaling for jujitsu and in life. And I've been working on a journaling app called Sherpa. It's designed to give you a few journaling prompts to set an an intention, plan or goal before you go to practice and then reflect afterwards to help you get the most out of your training and guide your focus. Sherpa uses AI to analyze your entries, gives you summaries and insights over time to show you where you're progressing and then pinpoint areas of improvement for you to focus on. We're looking for athletes to test out the app on a free trial and give us some feedback to help us shape the future of the app. So if you're interested in joining, you can sign up at the waitlist in the episode description or directly at the website sherpajournal.ai. That's S-H-E-R-P-A journal.ai. Yeah, I,
0: it's a it's a weird thing. Like, like I said, it it wasn't a long match. Like, my first match was not long. And I felt like I got the wind knocked out of me, almost. Like, it was, like, really hard to breathe. And uh, my second match, because it was so short, they did it, like, three, four minutes after. Like, I had a very short break in between mm-hmm. matches, and it was just, like, right away. And I remember, like, I don't know if you've you felt this. Um, I know you you ran a lot so you probably did but like if you like do hard sprints or something and like when you breathe it feels almost like hollow if that makes sense um like even for like the next like hour or two after you do those hard sprints like when you breathe it's like kind of hollow and you kind of want to cough like every time Mm -hmm. you breathe that's how i felt after like my 30 second match you know dang um so yeah just it just felt like i had just done like really hard sprints and it was like almost difficult for me to to breathe a bit and uh yeah
1: it's crazy wow were you do you remember being pretty nervous leading up to the match and like do you remember you're like warming up and like thinking about like oh shoot i'm about to compete
0: you know i i wasn't nervous going into the day like, I was like, you know, whatever. And like, especially because I knew there was only like two two other people in my division. And one of them I had been rolling with the whole week. And I right. was like, yeah, I'm going to beat this dude if I ever roll with him. If I ever go against him, it's just the other guy. And then I triangled that other guy in like 20 seconds or whatever. So I wasn't like too nervous. But like, I think what made me more nervous were people's expectations because... Like we had like a bunch of kids competing, and they were all watching, and at the time I was like helping coach, and then like my coach I would like I was the I would say like the best person at that school, and uh, there was just like a lot of um expectations for me mm. to do well. So I think I was more nervous about that and not living up to to the expectations, which is probably why I like went super hard for a submission in the second match. And, uh, yeah, it was just like relentlessly trying to attack a Kimura, even though I like was just constantly giving up points, but yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way. The whole school was like, oh, this is like our best one or one of the best from our gym, like to represent our school right. or blah, 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 all that pressure.
0: So. But then, then I switched schools and I've never competed under the school that I switched to, but now I would say like, I am very average or like. Below low average compared to like everyone else that competes at you know that that other school so i think maybe if i competed again it would be less um nerve-wracking in the sense well maybe not because of this youtube channel but uh, <laughs> yeah there's still probably a lot of expectations i guess because of the youtube channel but as far as like affiliation goes and just like the same type of uh, pressure i think i would it would be less as far as just like direct pressure from like people watching you
1: you know right right you know one day one day it'd be cool it'd be cool if you were in my corner at a competition that would be cool
0: <laughs> one yeah, day. I, I don't know i see. it's hard i i really don't like coaching i'm a very quiet oh really <laughs> person. Like every one of these competitions people are just like yelling at the top of their lungs oh. and like super big like cheerleaders and Dan Hurd talks about this too like the coaches are like just cheerleaders are often that's even like making the situation worse because you're like <laughs> yelling stuff at your like competitor. That's almost like freaking your competitor out more. Like you're like,
1: <laughs> watch for the triangle, watch for the triangle. they're like right. freaking out. You're like,
0: Oh gosh, you am going to try on me. So like, yeah. Um, a lot of times it's like just cheerleading, which I don't do. Yeah. Um, it would yeah, it's, it's kind of tough. I feel like for me to be an effective coach in that environment, because it's definitely not who I, who I am naturally.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I think the thing I'm most nervous about is that adrenaline dump. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's inevitable, like there's just no way to prepare for that. Or if I should just, I don't know, if visualization will help or just working a lot on the cardio. So, but I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I know, like maybe warming up will help because you know, like when you start a, going on a run, in that first ten minutes, your lungs are like waking up, and it's it's that very labored breathing. So I definitely want to warm up properly, but man, I don't know. Like I'm pretty, sh- yeah. We'll see. At least I have four matches, so maybe by the last one, I'll just be already so tired, I won't tell the difference between the adrenaline dump or just being tired. It just, right. I don't know. we'll see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I heard. A, I heard Nikki Rod compare it to uh, like a balloon. And the first time you blow up a balloon, it's very difficult. But then after you blow it up, it's easier. So mm. the warm up is like blowing up the balloon for the first time, and then um, yeah, I think you get the analogy. So right. Yeah, I think a, a good warm up might might help. I didn't do that. Oh okay. So oh, you didn't warm yeah, up. Probably you just a good idea. Went
1: into the. You just went in
0: and. Yeah, because it's, it's weird. Because like I was also a coach, so like there were a lot of kids competing and there were also a lot of other adults competing. So like I was running around like coaching people and then all of a sudden it was time for me to go to my thing. So I didn't get like a proper warm up. Like I I didn't feel cold, but I didn't feel like
1: I was like, you know, sweating or anything. Right. 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 Yeah, man. Oh, I'm still can't believe it's in five weeks. I'm pretty nervous still, (laughs) but, uh, wow. It's, Five weeks, yeah, basically, basically a month out. So, yeah, I'll keep I'll keep the uh our, our millions of fans updated on how how the progress is going. Um, I did check out that seed uh, grip arm drag instructional that you recommended. Leg drag? Yeah, leg drag, leg drag, yeah, on uh, a yeah. Lockman's uh the submeta course, and it's pretty cool. It made me realize, like, wow, there's a ton of ways to pass the guard and so intricate yeah. too
0: yeah yeah and it's very very dynamic so it's a lot of uh like getting halfway through one move and then switching to another move and yeah it's uh it's definitely one of the harder things to do in
1: jujitsu for sure and a lot of time is spent doing it so yeah it's a good
0: thing to get good at
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i've been practicing uh in my preparation a lot of escapes but i think i'm gonna start focusing before I go into like those full hard sparring weeks I think this next couple weeks I'm going to do a lot of positional um where they try to pass my guard and I'm trying to sweep and then pass yeah because I think I'm going to start in guard and like I already have the worst case scenario I've spent an, some time there like just bottom side control getting my back taken bottom out and I feel like if I don't practice <laughs> that sweep enough like I'm just going to condition myself to like get into a bad positions and escape over and over. So I need to practice that. Like, all right, now I escape. How do I, how do I off balance? How do I sweep and then pass? So that'll be, that'll be the next couple of weeks, I think at the end of class. Right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I did tell my coach, I, to- really I, I told one of the coaches that I'm competing and he was like, cool. Yeah. Just message me on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and actually I forgot right to do it. So I need to send him a message, but, uh, uh, it seems pretty casual, so <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I, I like the game plan. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that training schedule is, it's really smart to, uh, to focus on the, the sweep to pass. Cause you definitely don't want to get in the habit of just like, you know, escaping bad positions and then having to do it again and again. Cause in tournaments, every time you escape and then they pass, like, you're just digging the hole deeper and deeper because they're stacking points and points. So
1: Right. Right. Yeah. It's uh it's tough to recover. Yeah. But yeah, for those uh if you haven't heard the episode, we went over my entire training plan. Jake gave me some feedback and, and some ideas. Um so that one was that one came out last week. It's episode 30. Yeah, reviewing Josh's training plan, competition training plan. Um but yeah, any other advice from your own experience from this? Those competitions.
0: Maybe just uh, I guess one thing to to end on, which I guess was kind of said, but not really like directly said, based on like the Kimura example, is like when you're doing a move, try and think of like I, I like for me, I think a big jump in level is like when I was watching slash like doing moves back then, I was thinking like the best case scenario was going to happen every time. That makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is not going to happen. So yeah, I think just having a just like hedging your downside, right? So like if the ankle lock doesn't work, what is the outcome, you know? And and try and make sure that that outcome isn't them scoring, you know, right. or if you're you know, like whatever techniques you're working on, just try to uh prioritize defense and kind of let the offense fall in your lap kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think would be the, the better way to go about it, as opposed to, to just trying to do some cool move that is probably not going to work. And I think you, you know that, um, but just kind of for, for everyone else out there, I think that that's kind of a good, I think, strategy for competition is just minimize downside and uh capitalize on the opportunities that are that are there when they're they're presented kind of thing
1: yeah and it reminds me of uh like when 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 i went on my first bow hunting trip with nate and tom um the, the these guys Nate and tom they they like take we're taking new hunters out jake has actually gotten to go out with them the next year but anyway they were saying a lot of new hunters one big mistake they make is they see the the deer they're going after And they get so tunnel vision. They don't see that there's like other deer bedded around and the other deer catch you first. And then the deer you're going after, like the whole herd's gone. So it's just funny how in jujitsu, same thing. Like you get so fixated on a move that you're like, I'm going to do this move that you don't even see the other possibilities around you or or openings. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's like the story of my life hunting here on the Lanai. Like (laughs) you see a deer and it's got like, 20 other friends bedded down and you don't see them. And then one little bark and everyone's, everyone's gone. But like we're, I was house sitting recently and I was housing a cat. Speaking of hunting. Um, and this cat was just hunting mice and there was this mouse in the room. Um, like the, the kitchen and, I uh, like called the cat over and like pointed out the mouse and the mouse ended up getting away from the cat. And, the cat like didn't even seem worried and just like the mouse like crawled into the dishwasher and the cat just sat there and just like was like super patient and was just like, yeah, I'm just going to wait. I have nowhere to be kind of thing, you know? Um, And just like hunting, I feel like that's another thing. Like it's kind of boring and you kind of want to like force the action. But like a lot of times like the advantage the deer has over us is like we have a schedule. We have to like get there before, you know the sunsets or we have to like for for us here on lanai when it's like year round and you actually like have to you know go to work or whatever like it could be like oh i'm gonna go hunt for two hours and you're like setting a, a time clock you know whereas <laughs> the deer just have like nowhere to be so yeah i think just just the idea of like patience gives you a huge advantage right if you're not trying to like force the action you're gonna be much better much better off
1: um yeah yeah yeah, it reminds me of Hodgers Gracie's uh and Lex Freeman's podcast where he talks about just being calm, like just relaxing. And uh yeah, it's 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 such good advice. Super random thought. Uh I saw this YouTube video where this guy he did <laughs> he was competing and his strategy was he would go and he would pull turtle, he he would turtle immediately, and then the guy would try to get in on his back, and then he would somehow grab an arm and then like roll and then like go into his offense but i was like that is hilarious i don't know if that's like being patient or a weird new strategy or something but it was just it was pretty funny
0: yeah people have uh weird ways to go about making initial connections (laughs) (laughs) and yeah sometimes uh, that involves giving your opponent a little advantage so they engage kind of thing you know right right i think that's that's kind of one of those one of those strategies.
1: Yeah. And I should go look up now like who who signed up in my weight class and see what see what's up. But yeah, more updates to come. Um check out sub meta. Link is in this description for a discount. And also f- we for all of you who left us uh five-star reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we super appreciate it. We actually got a ton from you and it's really helpful to help us get the word out as we continue to share this journey of improving in jiu-jitsu so thank you thank you so much and uh if you haven't done it yet would love a review so on that note we'll see you on the next episode later see ya